Right. And you know what I've learned in my life now is that if I don't bring it up, it causes resentment because I didn't say something or I was afraid to, you know, I didn't step into the courage and then I feel resentful about it, which is tough and it doesn't serve either of us. Yeah. And resentment, what happens to your frequency? It lowers. So that's what we need to be mindful of from a soul perspective we're talking about getting real what happens is that our soul's not happy when we have resentment when we're unhappy when we're sad not not in terms of feeling the emotions but um, when we're not aligned and we're not acting out of total integrity and therefore we're not feeling good about ourselves then that lowers our frequency so truth is always the answer Welcome to Soul Sisters Get Real, the show that goes deep in who we really are and why we are really here. We're your hosts, Karen from the States and Eleni from Australia. We've had heartfelt conversations as Soul Sisters for years and we're ready to share our truths, stories and life lessons with you and to inspire you to connect to your truest essence, which resides deep within your soul. There'll be tears, there'll be laughter, and there'll be no holding back. So sit back, relax, and let's get real about the things that truly matter. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Soul Sisters Get Real. And this episode... Karen and I are so excited about talking to you about getting real, about having those conversations that are really difficult to have, but are so necessary to have. We've come from a society where we're conditioned to want to save people. We want them not to feel uncomfortable. And so we try and uh, placate the situation. We try not to really say the real truth so that they can feel comfortable. But when we do that, we miss out on an opportunity for growth for us and for them. So hello, Karen. Hello. I'm super excited about this episode because it is something that I have been working on ferociously, let's say ferociously for the last couple of years. So tell me more about working ferociously. First of all, tell me why it's so hard to to do this, to speak our truth at the level that we're talking about. Yeah. Well, we've had this conversation before. I am definitely a people pleaser and I know it. And people pleasing doesn't always serve me and it doesn't serve the other person. And that's what I'm learning at my age, finally, and my age in my fifties is uh, I want to people please because I want people to like me and I want people to feel good. And I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And yet people pleasing is not authentic. And we talk about being authentic all the time and it doesn't allow others then to have their feelings, right? Because we're already masking what, what isn't really true. So the story in their head isn't even the true story because we're not being authentic about what it is that we want or need or what the situation is because we're trying to cover it up, right? And we get it, right? We want to make feel, especially us Cancerians, (laughs) both you and I are the same star sign. We want people to feel good. We don't want them to feel uncomfortable. And I've noticed that I do that as well. I want people to feel really comfortable with the situation. And so I'll say things that make them feel comfortable. But when we're doing that, we're actually placating their ego 
and we're not speaking to their soul because we're not being completely honest. So talk to us about, um, well, talk to me because <laughs> there's only the two of us today. Talk to me about um, your process. Like how are you navigating this, Karen? Mm. You know, it goes back to all everything that we've been speaking about in all the, even the past episodes, right, is choosing courage over fear because fear holds us back. And fear for me is fear of hurting someone and fear of them being angry at me and fear of not being liked, right? So that's that part of I'm learning to go to the, oh, what the heck, go for it anyway, and be authentic. And when I say authentic, authenticity to me means whatever I'm feeling on the inside is the way I portray it in the, on the outside. We just had a conversation and I can't wait to hear a little bit about your, um, your situation, what you've experienced, but that piece of being authentic enough that it's not always what someone else wants to hear yet. It's serving the both of us as long as we do it in love, right? Cause we talked about in love. So I'm, yeah, so I'd love to hear from you. You know, I was trying thinking about a situation also, but tell us a little bit about what happened with you in your learnings about how being authentic really is not easy and yet it is the best road, the highest road. Oh my God, there are so many conversations when I look back on that were so hard to have, um, splitting up with two of my husband's. <laughs> You know, those conversations, so hard. Um, you know, a conversation I had with my, my current partner, who's my fiancé, that was so difficult, like a number of years ago, where I actually had to say something that potentially may have led to him walking away from the relationship. And one thing that I knew for sure and one thing that I had learned from previous relationships was that I was not prepared to start this relationship based on any, any untruths. And so finding the courage to tell him something that I was feeling very vulnerable about and potentially could have led to a split up when that's the last thing I wanted. I wanted us to be together because I know how good we are together and finding the courage to have that. And it was difficult. We had a really difficult um well, I can't even say weeks, it was months and may have even been years for us to reconcile what I had shared with him. But, oh, my God, we both know that we only operate from honesty and we only operate from integrity at all times. And we know without a shadow of a doubt that there's a clean slate between us, that there is nothing that is, that's ever been held back. There's nothing that I haven't said to him. And I remember at the time, like talking to him about what I needed to say was physically making me sick and it actually physically made him sick. And yet it had to be done. And through that um, honest and authentic conversation, we both grew. Like we both expanded in a new expanded version of us that we never had before. And we had a relationship then that just went to a new level the next level and the respect that we have for each other is at that level because we know we can do this. We can have these hard conversations. And you know what? A hard conversation doesn't even have to be like a big conversation. It can be something about a pet peeve. So this is something Christian and I do regularly 
every so often we have a pet peeve conversation and you don't yeah. really, you don't really want to do it because it's like yeah. everything's going really well like I don't want to raise the fact that this thing that you do with the rubbish really annoys me but if I don't the resentment's going to build up he's going to feel the energy and then there's going to be something between us that we can't quite work out what it is and so getting mm. out those pet peeves because people are not mind readers we don't know right. what's going on in, your, in our partner's head is so important yes like okay I do I do but here's a couple things that we get to talk about so first of all you said it was something really difficult and it affected and, and you worked through it for months and maybe years so first of all obviously you worked through it because you also slipped in there my fiance Oh, yes. Okay, so <laughs> we haven't spoken about that. Is this a new development? Um, it is a fairly new development. Right? Yay. Thank you. This is something yay. that, yay, this is something that, um, you know, Christian's the kind of person who thought he would be single for the rest of his life. He never thought that he would find his person. And, you know, I, I didn't envisage going down the aisle a third time. But um, this this is just where we're at and it just gets better and better and better and better and better. And so, yeah, we are so happy and a really healthy happy. So, you know, not a codependent happy where like at the moment I'm in Melbourne, he's in Adelaide. And so we regularly have distance between us because I live between two cities but that just, when I get back, it's just like honeymoon time again. So it's just, we just love Hello. our relationship. It just really works. Yeah. Congratulations on that. And that brings me to, obviously, whatever it was that you haven't, you haven't told us and that's okay. We don't need to know that, you know, you move through it. Right. So what, what was the harm in being authentic and having that conversation? Because like you said, we feel the energy. And I do that in my own life. Sometimes I don't say something because I don't want to get someone to get upset with me or judge me or, and then the energy is felt, right? The energy is felt between us and it's not good or healthy for a truly 10 out of 10 relationship. Yeah. And you know what? The thing is, Karen, 10, 10 out of 10 relationship is not just with your partner. You know, we're talking about really getting real about everybody in your life, everybody in your life. And that doesn't mean that you're nasty, that you're rude, that you're not compassionate. It means that we talk from our heart and we talk truth. We've had difficult conversations. I know that there's a conversation that, you know, that you opened up to me about between us that you were sort of putting off. And then when you did, <laughs> and then when you did, it was like, yay, that's what this relationship is about. It's about truth and honesty and knowing that you will be held regardless. And if you're not held regardless, then that's not a relationship to have. Right. And you know what I've learned in my life now is that if I don't bring it up, it causes resentment. It just, for me, that's where I turn because I didn't say something or I was afraid to, you know, I didn't step into the courage and then I feel resentful about it which is tough and it doesn't serve either of us. Yeah. Yeah. And resentment, what happens to your frequency? It lowers. Yeah. So that's what we need to be mindful of from a, 
soul perspective, we're talking about getting real, but this is soul sisters getting real. What happens is that our soul's not happy when we have resentment, when we're unhappy, when we're sad. Not not in terms of feeling the emotions, but um, when we're not aligned and we're not acting out of total integrity and therefore we're not feeling good about ourselves, then that lowers our frequency. So truth is always the answer. And, you know, the important piece about what I shared with Christian is that it actually made our relationship stronger. I remember when I had the conversation, it was in Sedona, Arizona, and um, it was we, we were travelling back from the States um, the day after, and we talked for the entire 19-hour flight nonstop. We didn't sleep. We didn't watch any movies. We didn't read a book. Our relationship had just elevated to a new level that we needed to talk and we talked and talked and talked and talked it was crazy we had another lady on our own she occasionally wanted to like say something to either of us and we're like in our world <laughs> we just wanted to talk to each other and it was non-stop that's what happens so when you have that authentic conversation you give yourself the opportunity for next level growth as well so it's not just, well, nothing happened. Well, something positive did happen. You know, really? when we have authentic conversations that are difficult, that makes us stronger together. That makes right. us closer. Right. So, but do you go through this? this? This is what I'm thinking is when I have something tough to bring up to someone and it feels like I don't want to or it feels hard, I find myself playing the story and, and going around and around in my head, like, is it really that important? Should I just let it go? Do I really need to say it? Should I just let it go? It's not really a big deal, is it? And then what I've come up with lately is if it keeps coming up, it is a big deal. And if I can let it go in a day or two, then it, it isn't a big deal, right? So maybe I should just, it was just a little pet peeve that it's not a big deal. But if it keeps coming up for me, that's when I get to the space of like, okay, it, it's time to say something. And it always ends up better. But I play that game in my head a lot. Do you play that game in your head or is it just yeah, me? Like, is it really important? Absolutely. Like asking myself the question, is this, is this worth me speaking up or should I just hold space for that person? Like where are they at? Like what, what do I need to do in this situation? Yeah, and it is a game. It's a, it's a balancing act. So there is no black and white answer ever. But what you said, which was really important, you said if it keeps coming up again. So what that means if it keeps coming up again is that the universe is actually giving you a message about stepping into your authenticity. Otherwise, it wouldn't keep coming up again. And the second thing you said is if it bothers me, because if it bothers you, it's a trigger. Mm -hmm. So if you're getting triggered, there is some work that you need to do. So, for example, if somebody came and said something to me and I'm just like, oh, they're just still holding that level of consciousness, it's okay, even if they're rude or they're nasty to me. A example would be I was walking down the street the other day and I stopped in the middle of the pavement, middle of the street, to check something on my phone <laughs> and a man walked past me and turned around and said, um, you know, these these dickheads that that take up the whole pavement or something, you know, something like that. And I think in the past 
I would have, he had room to go past, by the way. I wasn't blocking the whole road. Uh, um, in the past, I think that might have gone, oh, oh. But it was like, oh, poor guy. He lives in the world of anger and resentment that he just turns around to a stranger and tells them off and did not bother me in the slightest that he said that. Mm-hmm. So it was really good to observe that he didn't bother me in the slightest. So there was nothing inside of me that needed resolution, you know, that needed. Yeah. But if you have a conversation with someone and they're not in their authentic space because they're operating out of ego, which most people are because of our conditioning, even if it's really subtle um, and it bothers you, like you said, it's like there's something inside you that needs needs to go back into alignment, back into integrity. Yeah, I find that the most difficult ones for me are when they trigger me from past relationships, whether it's a past relationship from a really good friend that I'm no longer as good of a friend with or the relationship, the, you know, the friendship fell off or past relationship, you know, the intimate relationships or the husband relationships. Those are the ones that I feel the most triggered about. And then sometimes it's hard for me to say. Uh, so it's very interesting that a lot of it is, you know, it's our own something in us that hasn't been resolved. And yet it's important to allow others to see inside of us. Right. So this is, I love this. The word intimacy mm-hmm. is super important in a relationship. If you don't have intimacy in your relationship, your relationship isn't as strong as it can be. It's not a ton out of ten. And the word intimacy is in to me, you see. Mm-hmm. And so that's that place of like allowing you to see inside me. Yes, it's a trigger and maybe it's not even truthful. And yet it's the hard conversation that I get to have because I'm letting you see inside me and where I'm at. Yes. And when you allow yourself to be seen, like for you to be really seen, if I'm not operating out of my soul and I'm not operating out of my ego, I will see my ego because there is a disconnect there because you're operating from your authentic self. If I'm operating from my false self, I will see it. So there's a massive opportunity there. Yeah. So what this reminds me of, Karen, is that I actually in the last few weeks have had two very, very difficult conversations and they have been with two people that I have cared about and do care about. And it was about asking them to basically leave my my world it's my work world and the first one that I had the conversation with like I had been putting this off for so long because it made me feel sick like I didn't want to say this to to this person because I felt responsible for her situation I was her employer and I knew that she depended on the income that she was getting from me but then it occurred to me that if I'm operating in that mindset of lack Mm -hmm. that I don't believe that there's an abundant universe Mm -hmm. then I'm actually pushing away abundance from me as well I need to know that she does not depend on me that the universe is abundant and more doors will open up for her and so when I had the conversation with her I cried three times in that conversation. (laughs) She was okay, but I wasn't. And so I was really teary because this was a really special relationship for me. And it was a 
grieving. Like, you know, this was a 10-year work relationship, you know, so I needed to let her go and it was really hard for me to say the words. But when I asked her, how do you feel, she said the word lighter and I felt lighter too. Like we were both hanging on to something that really was the past. It was not the present. And I was holding to this story that she needs me. And the story is she's in lack and needs my money in order to be okay. That's just a story. The, the, the universe is abundant. Once I, I, I actually really felt and embodied that, the universe is abundant. She will be taken care of. And no doubt she will now step into the next role for her, which is exactly where she's meant to be. Mm-hmm. Is and it's all perfect. And the second conversation was really, really difficult because that person didn't want to leave and was pretty much asking if she could please stay. And I just knew that every time I catch up with her, there's this um, feeling of resistance. I can feel the resistance between us. And that's the conversation I had with her. I could have said any number of reasons as to why, you know, I need I need us to, she needs to leave the organisation. But I was really real about the where we were at. I really felt that she was putting up walls and she wasn't being real with me and with with the people around her. So that those wars I can't deal with anymore like I can't have people in my life that are not completely real Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I I like that and you know that goes back to the energy right the um if we aren't being real they can't be real with us and we're not being real with them so who is it Mm -hmm. that gets to start that right the that exactly Mm -hmm. but what she said Karen which was really interesting because we both had the most beautiful you know I I before starting the conversation had meditated and and felt into how I needed to deliver the news so that it was really compassionate and authentic so that's what I think the balance is is yes we get to be real but we need to hold people so we Mm -hmm. need to come from our heart and really see them as a beautiful, loving soul that we spent time with, that we were supposed to have spent time with. There's no accidents, but to be really loving in this space as well. So that was given to me. I I got it downloaded as to how I should deliver the news. And it was like a story that I didn't need to say. And it was, that's how I I delivered the news. But what she said was, because what I said to her is the way you're speaking to me now is, is what I'm talking about is beautiful. That's what I'm talking about. And she said, but if I speak my truth, you would run away. And I said, if I was to run away, then then I'm not supposed to be around you. So this is an opportunity for us to not want to fit in because that's the other thing. I always felt she was saying something that I wanted to hear as opposed to the truth. And for me, I can see it and I can feel it when it's not truth. I can I know it's not truth and I can't deal with that energy. And yeah. so she said that she was frightened about completely being seen for who she was. It was a really beautiful conversation. And what I said to her is that we're here to do the work 
And when I mean by doing the work, I'm talking about, Karen, you know the work that we're here to do. We're here to, because you're doing it. Because <laughs> we're doing it right now together, is yeah, yeah. expand consciousness. We're here for this incredible evolution that's happening on planet Earth. That's what we're here for. So if we we are not here to fit in, we are not here to be liked. We are not here to be um, put in some, you know, to make people feel comfortable in their box. We're here to do the work, and so yeah. we can only do the work by being real. Yeah. What I love about what you said is you could have said the same thing, not in love, and it would have been received very differently. And you being able to, like you said, you, you meditate on it, you download it on it, you prayed on it. You are able to deliver the message in love and, 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 and then be authentic through it. And that makes such a difference than doing it, you know, whether it's, it's, not in love or it's defensive or you're the victim of it. It was because you could do it in love. And the and obviously you guys then were able to have a very authentic conversation. And this is such a great reminder for me too, is when we deliver in love, it always, it's received. It might not be what they wanted to hear, but still received in love. Yes. She said to me, I feel you. I feel that you care for me. You know, it was felt like the energy is felt. You, you, you can lie with words and you can mislead and you can omit, but energy never lies, ever. You can always feel energy all the time. Mm -hmm. And you're absolutely right. It was delivered in love and received in love in a really, really beautiful kind of sacred way. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. And, and you know, again, I, I'm going to say that the tough conversations are not, we're not trained to have the tough conversations. Yeah. Uh, sometimes being a female, I you know, if you're listening to this, you may be a male, you may be a female, but sometimes I have to remind myself in the business situation, being solopreneurs and entrepreneurs ourselves, I have to remind myself, how would a man handle this? Because sometimes they can be more pragmatic and without emotion, right? Or not that we want to be without emotion, but how do I handle it so that we look at it in a situation of this is what's best and I can share it in love and keep the emotion out of it that is stopping me from doing it. That's one of the tactics I use. Oh, beautiful. I love that. I love that in that, you know, you're, you're stepping outside yourself and saying, well, you know, if I was to bring forward my masculine energy so that yep. I can do what I need to do, how would that look? So you're actually opening up the field in terms of possibilities. You're saying, well, what if? And then when we say what if, all of a sudden all these possibilities open up. You're taking yourself outside the personality and opening up what is actually possible, which is yeah. which is really lovely. And another thing that, you know, that came to my mind is that I only ever heard the word ghosting about seven years ago. I seriously did not know people did these sort of things. So you know what ghosting means, which is you have a relationship of some sort or you go on a date or or whatever and the person just leaves from your life and you don't know why. Now, prior to seven years ago, this actually happened with one of my best friends. Um, it wasn't an intimate relationship. It wasn't a romantic relationship. We were best friends. And um, for a reason that I could never understand, 
he stopped taking my calls and ghosted me. And I grieved so much for that because it was a relationship over decades and it was so much pain that I had over that. But now I see it as for whatever reason, he wasn't in the space to have the conversation that he needed to have. Mm. But a lot of people are doing this, you know, you see, you hear about this in the dating circles where people just don't want to have the conversation and so they just stop picking up. Okay, so I have a question for you around that. Regarding that relationship, being on the other side of it, would you have rather him been authentic and had the conversation with you? A thousand percent. I didn't know whether I said something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I did. I was like in my head trying to work it out yeah. because I thought that our relationship was beyond any of that. Yeah. And slowly over the years, basically the reason came to me and it really had nothing to do with me. It really didn't. Mm -hmm. it, was, mm -hmm. it, was go it was what was going on in his life. Yeah. And but interestingly, he took the easy route, right? When you really think about it, ghosting someone and not telling them, the reason that you don't want to have a relationship anymore or you don't want them in your life anymore, or this doesn't work for you is because it's the easy route to just run away. It's easy in the immediate, in the present time, but I don't think it's easier for even for him in the long term because right. he's, there's an unhealed part of him. Like there's no closure in a significant relationship. Yeah, you know true, I mean? true. But mm -hmm. even if even if the relationship wasn't significant, so I'm talking about people that go on dates or and then they never hear from the other person. Like, what is that kind of disrespect? Mm -hmm. What is that? Who are you that you're not actually being respectful to the person that you've just spent, even if it was an hour with? Right. You know, like yeah. I can't, I can't handle that. To me, it's just like, how can you go with someone? I, I just can't get my head around the how non-compassionate you can be in order to do that yeah I don't know I have no I have nothing to say about it because I don't know either I could never do that to anyone and feel you know okay like be okay with myself it would drive me crazy yeah to you know block someone and just run away just run away but to me when I look at it from another perspective it's obviously fear so people who mm -hmm. don't have the resources and are fearful and, and don't have it within themselves to hold that conversation. They're not aligned, they're not in integrity. And when we're not aligned and when we're not in integrity, that's when all the suffering occurs. We have to go back into alignment. We have to treat people with compassion, have to treat people the way we want to be treated, like with respect. Everybody wants to be seen. Everybody wants but, to be seen. Yeah, and here's the thing, though, that comes up for me is, in order to do that, you know, some, it becomes a pattern in your life. First of all, you know, all those things that aren't healthy can become patterns and it's not easy to do the personal work, the growth work to become your authentic yes, self. God. And I'm not saying it's not worth it because it is like gold, like nothing easy is, you know, worth it that if it's easy, it's not worth it. So it's not easy. And it is so rewarding to do the work. So do the work, figure it out. Why are you, why is this happening in your life? Why are you feeling like this? Why are you playing victim? Why are you running away? Why are you not having the hard conversations? Why, right? Because 
because it's not easy, but when you do the work, it makes your life so much more fulfilled. Yeah. And then when you do the work and you do it, you know, you go in, you don't try and get around, you don't attract that pattern in your life again. Like people are attracting certain personalities in their life because they haven't done the work. So Mm -hmm. now that I've had these two experiences, because I know that everything we receive from the universe is for our highest good. And that's, that's the other thing that I had in mind when I had the conversation yesterday with my staff Mm -hmm. member was that everything is always for everyone's highest good. I know that she will step up now because Mm -hmm. her time and her space will open up. She will have a transformative, can't even say that word, transformative. (laughs) She will have a transformative um, time. I know she will during this time because this is very difficult for her. So she's going to come out a different way. Um, Exactly. Because when hard things happen, that's when we learn and that's when we grow. I mean, when my son died, holy cow, that was hard. And I can tell you the growth from it was massive, right? So being let go of your job is difficult. It's hard. And there is growth in it because you're learning, right? You're learning what didn't work and then what's going to work. But I have a question for you because we I'm sure there's listeners on here. And if you're listening... If someone says, okay, you know, that's me, because sometimes we listen to things where we're like, oh, that's me. Oh, that's me. Right. What would you give someone for advice in where do you go? Like, how do you do the hard work? What is the hard work? How do you, how do you find that? Yeah, that's a really good question. The hard work is being vulnerable is, is, is because why don't we want to have those difficult conversations? Because we, what are we frightened of? Rejection. What are we frightened of? Not being liked. What are we frightened of? Not fitting in. So the hard work is being okay with with all of that. That if I get rejected, if I'm not liked, that's okay because at least I'm being real and I'm in integrity. So the hard work is to be real, to get real and to be seen for who you are and potentially be rejected potentially not be liked, potentially, um, you know, whatever, but that's okay. It's okay not to be liked. It's okay not to fit in. It's okay to be rejected. It's okay to be abandoned because that means that you're now going to grow. You're like, the growth is going to be incredible. And when nothing is one way, everything is two ways. So by us being real, we have to know that it's for their highest benefit as well. It has to be. Nothing is one way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This conversation that we're having is not one way. It's not just me getting the benefit about speaking my truth. There's something you're receiving and there's something you're giving me. We're both benefiting. Every single conversation we have, the other person will benefit as well. I have no doubt that she will now step up and step in to her purpose Mm -hmm. even more because I've opened the space for it. Right. Yeah. So on my Facebook page, the unimaginable gift of losing a child or losing your child, I have a Facebook page that I am uh, writing about my book journey. And these last couple of days, I'm starting to write, I picked up a book by Deepak Chopra, Chopra, right? How how do you say that? Right. Uh, It's the seven spiritual laws of success. 
Yeah. And I'm going through them day by day and, and just summarizing them about these different spiritual laws of success. And the second one is exactly what you're talking about. And it's the law of giving and receiving. And mm-hmm. if we give something every day, whether it be a compliment, a flower, love, we will receive. And so it has to be with a good unconditional love heart. When we give, we always receive because it is a spiritual law. When I give, I receive just like you were talking about our conversations. And it's the same thing about being vulnerable and having a true authentic relationship. And sometimes we don't because we're afraid they'll reject us. Like you said, or, or we'll lose the relationship or um, they won't like what we said. And we both know that we all have our own opinions based on our experiences in life. And I don't think the exact same way as you, we don't agree on everything. Mm-hmm. And yet when we have a real relationship, we're able to speak our truth. Yeah. There's so many things that we talked about in today's um, episode that really there's a lot to it. There's a lot to, you know, um, delivering our message compassionately, delivering our message with heart, being authentic, holding the highest integrity with ourselves foremost so that we're not speaking untruths. And that way we allow that person that we're speaking to to have the opportunity to speak their truth. And if they don't have the courage to speak their truth, that's okay because that's okay. There's been times in the past when I haven't had the courage to speak my truth either. It's all part of the growing um, process. There's no judgment. There's no judgment if for whatever reason you haven't spoken your truth. It just means you you weren't at that stage where you found that courage to do so. But it gives us that incredible, beautiful opportunity to do the work, to step into our power and to be seen for who we really are. And when we speak up and be seen for who we really are, we attract people of the same vibration and collectively that's how we shift consciousness. And that's, this is exactly what the evolution is all about, is yeah. collectively to operate from truth and love. Yes. And let me just put a plug in here. And this is, I I get no benefit from this at all, but if anyone is listening, if you are listening and you are wondering, what can I do to uh, find my true self, to step out and, and be the best version of me? There are a lot of programs out there. I've been through a few of them. One is called HeartCore. It's in California. Go ahead and Google it. There's another one called Next Level. It's Next Level Trainings. These are like transformational courses that help you see what is holding you back and and based on your past. And then how do you get to be the person that you really want to be? How do you be vulnerable and open and courageous? And how do you step into that person? Because a lot of us, I know before I went through some of this training, I didn't know how to do that either. It sounded like really great, but I didn't know how to do it. So if you have questions about it, comment below, comment on our, go to our YouTube channel, Soul Sisters Get Real. Put a comment in there, Karen. I'd love to know more about a leadership or a self-transformational emotional intelligence course that you are, you know, that you want to know more about. And I will give you the information. Again, it's nothing in it for me. I just, it came up for me that someone here that's listening is interested in, in growing personally. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Beautiful conversation with my beautiful soul sister. Love our conversation. So please subscribe to this channel. And if you know anybody that is 
is finding difficulty in having those difficult conversations, please share this episode with them because it's time to get real, guys. Like we need to do the work with ourselves and that's how we spread love and light. It's not by bypassing, it's by being real. So, yeah, please share the episode. Sending you so much love. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you loved it. And if you did, subscribe to the podcast. We would so love it if you write us a review and share it with your friends. And remember, always connect to your truest essence. And choose love. We'll see you next time.